Welcome back to sector one. First stop you should make for your motorsport fix. I'm Sid. I'm joined with Lily and Harvey. And today we're going to be talking about 2022 Formula One season. We're going to talk through our predictions. We're going to talk through the new grid. We only had a few shakeups. We're going to talk through that anyway. And finally, we will go on to our bold predictions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yes. Okay, so we're going to start with the team we think is going to flop this year and it's quite funny because we've picked the team with the two driver changes so Alfa Romeo we think Alfa Romeo are going to be the worst team of the season we think they're going to come in the Constructors Championship in a lovely P10 right to the bottom what do you guys think about this I agree I just don't think it's going to work I don't know I feel really bad on Bottas because he's got a special place in my heart but I just don't think he's going to work there I don't think it's the dynamic that he needs I know he says that Mercedes is the dynamic that he enjoys I know he says that Mercedes wasn't the dynamic that he enjoyed, but he performed really well under pressure. So I don't really get, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it's going to work. I just don't, I don't know. And then I don't really think Randy Joe deserves the seat. I know it's awful for me to say. I think there's drivers out there that deserve the seat way more than him that didn't have the £30 million back in from sponsors or from his dad. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Harvey? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it is a bit poor to say. Um, I do really feel sorry for Valtteri, but I mean, like, I think his confidence is quite knocked as well. I, I, I don't think he'll he'll do a good shift there. Uh, as for Guan Yu Zhou, I do feel a little bit hurt because I would have preferred Gio in that seat. Maybe I would have added a little of, um, bit of stability to the mm-hmm. team. But uh, I don't know. Cash is king. Um, yeah, I, just poor season. It is a, it's a weird lineup for Alfa Romeo because Guan Yu Zhou was backed ma- majorly by Alpine. Alpine and Alfa Romeo have no ties apart from the fact both their names start with an AL. That that's the yeah. only link there. Um, and Bottas, we all thought that he was going to go to Williams for a nice cyclical finish. I think it would have been really nice to see him do that, but obviously he didn't want to really end his career, so to say, because maybe by going to Williams it felt so cyclical that it was the end but it's a weird driver lineup and I know that's not meant to be our topic of conversation right now but Alfa Romeo as a team they haven't been doing well let's be honest they've been going backwards they have not been going forward at all the best thing to come out of them has been their liveries their liveries have been good the Italian Grand Prix special that was pretty nice but that's all we're really getting from them I don't think we're getting anything in terms of performance and with the new regulation changes this year it's going to be very, very difficult for a team with two new drivers because not only do they have to get used to the regulation changes and the way the car drives, they have to get used to the way Alfa Romeo works as a team and the way the car and team works together. So it's going to be a very, very difficult year for them too, and I don't see them doing that well at all. They might have the money, though, to, like, you know, push because obviously they've got the big backing through mm-hmm. Granny Joe, so I think the money that's coming from him could help I don't think they'll do well, but it could help with the new regs maybe because he's... Development. I, don't, I, I think it'll be harder for Bottas because mm-hmm. he's been there for the old car, for well, obviously not their car, but like the old regs. I think it'll be a tiny bit easier on like Grand New Joe, which sounds weird, but I think it'll be easy because he's not had the races in that old car. Yeah. We also but have to think I about think... Bottas though because he's been in a Mercedes. So psychologically, is that going to be difficult getting into a car which is just... Not, not going to be there. We saw the yeah. same with Daniel, didn't we? Like when he moved from Red Bull to Renault mm-hmm. in his first yeah. season, really, really struggling. And I think um, his main his main issue was the brakes as well. So I think like 
moving into a card that is lower in performance, you do get a little bit, you do get a little bit overworked by the um by the top top cars. But um, I don't know. Um, Bottas, let's see, he's a he's a good yeah. he's a good man. He's a good he's driver. Good. Well, next in our Constructors' Championship predictions, right at the bottom as well, in P9, we have put Alpine. So Alpine have got Alonso and Ocon again this year for another season. I think, I think in 2021, everyone thinks, oh my God, they did amazing. You know, Esteban Ocon, he won a race. Fernando Alonso, El Plan. Like, they didn't do that well at all, though. I think looking at I think everyone else's development was slightly behind at times which made Alpine look really good it's like with Mercedes when they were doing so well everyone else was so far behind that they just looked the best whereas if they'd have had the cars challenging them I think they'd have looked better so I think it's just that which again I feel really bad saying all that like talking crap about teams but I think that people weren't developing that last season purely because of what's happening this season definitely I just don't really think Alpine were ever there popular i think Al- i think also with alpine like they're usually a team that take kind of like one step forward and two steps back yeah um it's literally like you know we expected so much from this season after a really really good 2020 um and they kind of were just a bit eh? just there it was the same it was the same in 2018 and 19 again 2018 i think they finished best of the rest and they kind of slipped back in 2019 they went forward in 2020 back in 2021 so i think it it's difficult it really is, um, and I'm pretty sure. Did um did Prost not say before he left that they had like major issues with the Renault engine? Yes, yes I think that was one. Of, that was one of my. That was kind of yeah. one of my bigger strong points. Like, well, putting uh, for putting them here. Um, if we're gonna move on to drivers, just in the team, um, I just this is just personal. I do not rate Espanol on. No, we, me and Lily don't either. We've had yeah, this conversation many times. He, he, got, he got incredibly lucky last year. I mean, he, you know, he did well to hold off Seb. Yeah, and he did win a race. I like, give him that. You know, hold that trophy. You know, with the greatest surprise. But let's be honest. Let's but, just yeah, think. Right place, right time. Like, yeah. he got given his his contract extension on the weekend of his home Grand Prix. You know, the tension, the buzz. Oh my gosh, I get to go home and race in front of my home crowd. And he did not perform. And the weekend after that, he did not perform. I just don't rate him as a driver. But going back to what you were saying, Harvey, about Alain Prost, I think Alpine may have a bit of an issue with their management. 100%. Because if you're dropping Alain Prost, if you're dropping Alain Prost out of all people, he's your advisor. It's not like he's, you know, working on the car and changing things how he wants, he, how he sees fit because he's above you all. That's not what his role was. His role was to advise you. And I think just having him in the team is a great morale booster. Having a I champion mean, on your team. He's a four-time world champion. He's not just some random nobody. Like Yeah, they've not exactly. just got him off the street and brought him in. I think he had, an, I don't want to say an older head in his shows because of course he did, but, you know, the expertise was there that he knew everything. What is the name of the guy? What's going on? What's the leader of McLaren? What's Alpine? What's his name? Is he the one with the weird name? No, it's not. It's not. It's not that guy. That guy's left as well. That's why I think they have an issue. That's why I think they're having an issue. Then it was Martin, and then who have they got now? Like Laurent Rossi, the CEO of Alpine. He is the one who said to to Alain Prost. Well, didn't say anything to Alain Prost, but was not keeping him in the loop. 
I think that's where the issue lies. I don't know much about this man. However, the fact they've dropped a lot of people, changing their managerial structure drastically, I personally don't see that as a good thing. I would love to be proven wrong. But at the minute, I don't see that as a good thing. And I think Alpine are just going to take two steps backward, like like you said, Harvey. I think I I rate Alonso as a driver, but I also think that he's sort of getting to the point where he is past it now. He's doing a Kimi Raikkonen. He's driving for fun. It's like yeah, with exactly. Kimmy and Kimmy knew for a fact, like obviously I think I think Kimmy puts on that he left because but I think he knew that he was sort of holding the seat up as well, staying there. Like he, he wasn't getting anything out of it. He wasn't but getting I think anywhere Fernando, in the sport. I think for Fernando, he is genuinely enjoying it. Yeah. Like he really, really is enjoying it. And I think if he does leave, I mean, does his contract end this year? I think I yeah, haven't looked I think at contracts it, this year. I mean, it was a two-year contract when he came in, so it'll be thus. This will be yeah, okay. Then. But like, if he leaves at the end of this year, I don't think it's going to be of his own choice. I think it will be of the choice of the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can get with you like, on that. He, he wants to drive. Like he, I, I reckon he wants to drive until he's fifty. He won't, but he wants to. Yeah, he, I think some drivers would be able to. I think I, I can imagine seeing Lewis Hamilton, you know, whipping around at like forty-five. Like, I can't see him leaving <laughs> anytime soon. But I think Alonso just doesn't have. I know he says that I'm only here because I want to win the World Championship and all that, but I don't think he has that fire inside of him to actually go and get that, if that makes sense. I completely get that. Shall yeah. we move on to a team with some younger drivers? Go yes. on, then. Next up, P8 in the Championship, we think it will be Haas. Now, this is a drastic improvement because obviously they have been dead last so (laughs) PA is a a very good improvement especially above a team like Alpine so Haas have Schumacher and Mazepin and all of 2021 they said we're not developing our car -uh -uh. we're not touching it we will have no upgrades at any races because we're putting all of our focus on the new regulations in 2022 so just think about it if they don't impress us this year or if they don't come and they're a little bit more competitive Everyone's going to be thinking, what were you doing, were you doing? in 2021? Yeah. What was happening? Well, you know, Gene I really... thinking, what, what was I paying exactly. these people to do? <laughs> I have <laughs> hope. I believe in them. And I think there is going to be a bit of an improvement this year. And I think we're going to be able to, we're, Haas are going to be able to get some points and actually perform just a little bit more. I think it's going to be really good for Schumacher and Mazepin to have had last year to get to grips with the car. So they know how a Haas works. They know how Formula One actually works as a driver. So now... They can go out there in a brand new car, get in there and be surprised. Oh my gosh, my car is performing and get some points. Some well-deserved points as well, I think. I'd like to see that happen because I think both of them are good drivers. Mm-hmm. Again, again, I get money was a thing with Mazepin and I, I don't agree with the money side of it, but I'd like to see them both perform and get points because it, it, was, it was a bit pitiful this year, if that's the right word, because, well, last year, obviously now, because I was just thinking, they were just getting scripted the barriers at times. And let's be honest, both of them. That wasn't just Mazepin. Like Schumacher was just as bad. Like they were both just. Mm. What the car wasn't there. The, the car wasn't stable. The car wasn't. The, the car was crap. Let's be honest. And that wasn't on them too because it wasn't just one driver making the mistakes. Yeah, it was both. It was I both think... drivers ruining front wings and both drivers crashing and both drivers costing them, you know, so much money because the car wasn't able to, you know, drive. <laughs> I think this year is kind of like a make or break year for Haas, really. Like, if they've nailed the regulations and they do become more competitive, that's what they want. That's what they need. But if they don't, if they don't get uh, become competitive, what lies in the future? Will Gene Haas just pull the plug? Yeah, but um, if Gene Haas pulls the plug, then Mazepin's dad will just buy the team. So it's not like 
Well, no, of course, but this is what I'm saying. You know, what what just what happens? Because we need an American team in Formula One. And Haas, while I don't think it was the, the greatest option in the world, it was definitely something. And I, I know some Americans have actually taken to Haas, which is weird. But I quite like Haas. I'm going to be honest with you, I quite like them. Yes. Chip Ganassi. I was thinking Chip Ganassi, but Andretti were in for a big which is why I was, which is why I was thinking um, Andretti. They were trying to bring in, I think, Colton Herta alongside someone else. Um, yeah. at Salva, but I don't know. That's up in the air. Chip Ganassi. Well, I think Chip Ganassi because they're already in like a lot of European racing. As in, like they're in Formula E, and Formula E is quite close to Formula One. Do you get what I mean? Do you get my drift? Not Formula E, extremely. That's quite close. Well, no? I, I, I think mean, it should be generation. Just gonna keep saying that. I'm pretty sure Andretti are in Formula E. They were used to be partnered with BMW. Yeah. But I don't know. We're talking it's about all... Formula One. We're talking about Formula One. Yeah, Come on, let's get back to the point. Yeah, I just think. I feel a bit sorry for them both. Let's hope the, the car actually drives this year and let's I hope think, it actually can get around potential. the corner. Let's hope potential. it can get around the corner and not, not spin off. Because I know people making all the jokes, but let's be honest, the car did not have the stability that it needed to be in no, no, it was and It was not the best car. It wasn't think, a very safe car either. Think back to 2020, because Roman Grosjean and Kevin Magnussen were saying the exact same thing. So it certainly was not our drivers in that seat. It certainly was not Schumacher and Maspin that were making that car look bad. That car was a bad car. And I have full faith in Haas this year that they're going mean, to have a better car. Yeah, I think if it just shoved anyone in that car, like Lewis or Max, it would have just been in the wall. So because it was a, it was a crap car. Mm-hmm. Right, let's move on. A team I'm really excited to see this year, Williams. We think Williams are going to be P7. They've got Latifi and Albon this year. We'll talk about the driver pairing a little bit more later on. But they had such drastic improvement last year. I think it's been gradual. It's been a slow process, but I think they are there. I'm really hoping that the 2022 regulations aren't a step back for them. But there is the possibility there, but we're not going to speak into existence. It's not going to happen. No. Albon and Latifi are going to perform. Have you seen, obviously this is like just to do with what the car's going to look like, but have you seen there's been a leaked picture of the blue that's on the car this year? And that just gives me faith in the car. I will I will send it later on. But someone tweeted it who's like a journalist and he was allowed to put a sneak peek out of the front wing. Oh. And it was like this, the blue that's been on all the jumpers, mm-hmm. that beautiful blue that we've never really seen. It's not really the dark blue of last year, it's more of a light blue. That mm-hmm. is apparently, it's, apparently it's all changing this year. And that gives me faith. That blue colour gives me faith, I'm going to be honest. I mean, Does it look fast, Lily? Does it look fast? Yeah, it looks like, do you know when people say, fiery red makes you fast? Well, Williams blue now makes you fast. So <laughs> I'm just going to say it, that blue is going to get them a race win. I'm putting it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm, a race win. I'm putting it out there. You know, I have Are my bold predictions. I put the bold I mean, predictions like, last year. No, it's out. Capital definitely coming into Williams has, I think, helped them. Like, not to say they were struggling struggling under Frank and Claire, but, like, they just didn't they have were. the fun. They were yeah. struggling. They were. They were. <laughs> um, you you know, I, I, I think Doralton Capital coming in, like, it's it's just supposed to give them a new start, and I think that's what the team's needed for quite a while now. Um they definitely again they showed some drastic improvement last year. A podium, whether you know, whether it was a podium or not, that was kind of a it was still a podium. It was a, it was a still a podium. It was still a podium. So we, we count that. Um but no, um I do think that Williams will just just skyrocket, I think. I really hope they do. And I just think it was a bit stale, let's be honest, under Frank and Claire, it was a bit stale. Say because it, they it, just it, needed they just needed something new to come in and refresh it. That Claire and Frank did 
absolute wonders for that team. But the team was just going down and down. Because and they needed yeah. someone new to come in and just try and uplift it as much as they could. And I think that's what's happened. They weren't the same with like the modern. They weren't moving with the modern times. They were mm. sort of staying in what worked for them when they won everything, which I can get why they did that because Williams were the team. You know, they were like the top team at one point, but sticking with that from like the 80s and 90s is never going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. You, you're never going to move forward. And I think that was the issue. And obviously, I love them, I love them both. I respect them both what they've done in the sport. I just don't think they were right for what we need now in like 2022. I, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Let's move on. Now, a team that I, I feel like we don't talk about them that much. Alpha Tauri, we think these guys are going to come in P6. They have Gasly and Sonoda. They're sticking with their guns from last year. And just the way Sonoda finished last season, I just have full faith in this team. And I think they're, they're just going to carry on doing good they've got Gasly we know we know Gasly's gonna do good that's just a given at this point but he was a little bit iffy last year he had he was going up up and down there was a lot of undulation in terms of his career last year but this season after the way he ended off last season I think he's gonna go from strength to strength and I can see Alpha Tauri doing a lot better than they've been doing as as of late I think the you know the next sort of like two three teams could be anything like could be any of them in any order I just think it's just safe bet to put them there because I don't think they're going to be quite there but they've also got if you look at you know they've got Red Bull with them as well as the sister team exactly they have more help almost don't they because they can be like oi Christian give us a hand and then that is you know they can really do that as long as they're not doing you know like a like a tracing point situation (laughs) they they can do that and then I just I have faith in Gasly and Gasly only. I, I, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Sonoda fan. Everyone knows that. But I have faith in Gasly, and I hope seeing the top team one day because I don't think he's ever going to get his full potential. No, not yeah, Alpha Tauri. Tauri. The, t- the car is amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like that race win. That'll go. I'm, I'm saying another race win for Alpha Tauri. God, I'm putting that race wins for every team. The thing with Gasly and Alpha Tauri is the car can't keep up with him. That, that's yeah. his issue. He's extracting. He's, he's too good for the car. Yeah. He's extracting one hundred and ten percent out of it, which is like, you know, he is basically the extra ten percent. Yeah, it's, it's, it's because Pierre Gasly is an amazing driver. Like we have seen that ever since he left Red Bull. Um, I mean, two po- how many podiums now? Three podiums, one win. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. He's been. He's been. He's been. Along right. those lines. Um, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, he's, he's been. He's been all right. But um, no, I think uh, also with Sonoda as well, like. Um, he he did have a bit of an up and down season, you know. He started off the season scoring some good points, and then his second race, you know, didn't go so well, and then it was a bit iffy in the middle, and then like some really some really good performances towards the end. Obviously, a P four in in Abu Dhabi, which just that went completely. Yeah, and no one even cared about that, and I was just like, I do feel a bit bad for you. I was watching the Carlos P three, um, but no, I mean like um, actual champion. You know, I think, I think, to be honest, he's just got to make his own strides and I think he will help the team because Gasly did score a large, a large percentage of the points last year. You know, if he can bounce that out a bit, they can make strides. But you, you never know. They, they're never going to be as good as, as as the main team. They've always stuck around that six, seven. Could be. And the new regs could, could throw be. it in and they could be the number one team. That's they the thing be. with the... The, the, the fact that this is the biggest change in 30 years, like they, you know, you could literally have Williams being number one and Mercedes being P10. Like you never know what's going to happen. Highly unlikely, but, you know, Mercedes have already said that there's, you know, there's going to be a few teams that just get it completely wrong and it could be them. Like you just don't know who's going to get it right and wrong. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, you don't, but I think we're just going for the safe choice, to be honest. I mean, yeah, I think after testing, like the first race, then, like, I think. But the thing well, is, think, with, these new, yeah. with these new regs coming into place, the thing is, is, like you said, Lily, it's going to take a while for teams to get to grips with them, and the cars are going to be developing throughout the whole season. So the team which is the best when we go into testing, when we go into that first Grand Prix, is not going to be the team that's the best in the third race. That's how yeah. quickly things are going to change this year, and this is what F1 team personnel are saying. They're saying it's likely to start off with that we're going to see the typical teams doing well again. We're going to see that, yeah. but because they've got the, the money as well, and everyone's going to be seeing each other's cars, seeing what works and what doesn't work. Then we're going to start seeing cars developing, and possibly we're going to see the field change a little bit. But it's not going to be. It, they don't think it's going to be as drastic as what people think. This is what team personnel think, and yeah. the FIA have said if that happens, they'll bring something else in to do it. Yeah, it was it was Christian Horn who said in the launch day he said that there'll be, you know, the same car won't race twice this season. Yeah, it was like every single race for like the twenty three races, the car will change. It was like you won't get the same prototype twice this year because this is a learning curve. Yeah, it was like this season will be every race will be something different on every single person's car, no matter what it is, there'll be something different. And like we've never seen that before. Like recently, we've not seen that before. Yeah, you know, recently you probably see them at every what six seven races. You see an upgrade, maybe around like you'll see it, you know, around Monaco and around Spa, then you'll see one near the end. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Right, let's go. Who's in P5? We have put Aston Martin with Sebastian Vettel and Lance Stroll. Do you know what? I've put my bold predictions. I know it's not bold predictions time, but I've put Sebastian Vettel is going to have a podium and a win this season. Oh, I, so I, have, I just I just can feel it in the waters. I can feel it in I, the waters. Honestly, I can I can see. I was I was obviously going to get my Sebastian Vettel tattoo and then his podium got taken off him, which you know, that really went well. But now I can see this tattoo coming on my arm with Sebastian Vettel because I can just see him flourishing in that team. I don't know why. I, 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 I'm going to say it. Fifth World Championship, I can see it. Oh, oh bold. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I think, I think like, <laughs> second year with the team, I think, like, obviously, maybe the first year was kind of just settling in, like, baby steps. I mean, he did pretty well. I mean, so, yeah. amazing, thank you. He didn't do. He didn't do awful. He didn't do awful. Like he was sitting around where the team, where the team performance would be. But yeah, again, good point scoring. And uh, it's Sebastian Vettel. We expect podium, a bit more. Let's say let's say two podiums. It wasn't really, but let's just say it. Um, don't worry, I cried as well. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, like, um, you know, he is a good driver, and hopefully, he's got his mojo back from his kind of Ferrari woes. Um, mm, and I hope he does. Has that Red Bull fire in him again? Hopefully, something like that. But um, no, I think um, I, again, like this is a this is a good team who've performed in their previous iterations. Like they've been best of the rest. I think it's time for them to sort of regain some woes of last year and just make that stride. Will they like they, again? They could finish third or first or whatever. Like the regulations yeah. just we, we we never know. But again, safe yeah. choice. They've got I, a good driver pairing though as well. Like, the driver I pairing have... is amazing. My idea for Seb, like, doing well this season, though, is because just watching him at the Race of Champions, he just looked like the old Seb in terms of how happy he was with everyone. And he was cracking jokes, being like, oh, yes, Seb wins. Like, it was just... And that's what you need to win a race. Yeah. It's like, that's what he needs again. Because if you look at back in his Red Bull days, that's exactly what he was like. And I think happiness outside the car means happiness in the car. Which is like we said about Bottas. He's not going to be happy outside the car, so he's not going to be happy in the car. 
just a little plug if you want to know more about you know the psychological impact of formula one and motorsport go listen to our podcast with greg mccall motorsport mind coach he's worked with some of the biggest biggest drivers and riders you can think of go give it a listen <laughs> it's a good one um yes. yeah aston martin p5 let's go come on seb go on Lance, we haven't given lance stroll a mention lance stroll is an underrated driver give him more credit just because he's a pay driver and his dad has a bit of money does not equate to the fact he doesn't have talent that doesn't mean he doesn't have talent it does go under the radar a lot like, like lance stroll goes under the radar yes. and I, I i respect him you know i think he's pr- proven himself as a pay driver Some I think pay drivers himself. don't prove themselves like we've seen it in the past pay drivers sometimes don't prove themselves at all i think he's one of the ones that is proven like yeah i've got enough the back of daddy's money but look at what i'm doing now and my dad owns yeah, aston martin so what you do about it he's taken a fair few podiums he's got a pole position to his name right that's that definitely... pole position was insane i'll never stop talking that was amazing but uh no i mean like again he's got a pole position quite a few podiums to his name i mean like are we going to see this race win this year maybe yes. are you just handing out a race win everyone? <laughs> everyone's, everyone's winning a race this year <laughs> Everyone wins a race. It's just who wins multiple I races. Just, I just want the. T- I just want it to be back. Like I don't want just one person. As much as this season, I loved it. You know, Max winning the most races. I don't want that again this year. I want a race where there's like five or six people who could possibly win that championship, and where it will go down to you know strategy. And it, I want that. That's what I want. Yeah, we need to see some like topsy turvy stuff. We need to see like one. I want dirty one racing. Last, and then one lad winning the next race. Like we need. I want dirty racing though. I want you know like little love taps into the gravel, and I, want, I don't want penalties. I don't want all that. I want dirty racing. That's I want my kind of racing, Lily. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. like I don't want all this where you 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 know shoving you know penalty for you, penalty for you. No, let them race. Like Formula E, look at how look at how they race. Mm-hmm. Let them race this season, right? Michael Massey, if you are listening, don't you still got your job? But yes. if, if, if you do still have your job from Bahrain, let them race. Thank you. That is why he's lost F1 his job. Race director. <laughs> As I said, that's why he's lost his job, letting them race, you know. <laughs> Maybe don't let them race, Michael. <laughs> right. Let's quickly move on. We've got four teams left to get through. Next is McLaren. And I think that's quite self-explanatory. McLaren and P4, they took Amazing. a little bit of a fall last year with Daniel Ricciardo having to get grip to get get to grips with the but he won in monza exactly he won in monza but his performance other than that wasn't that great but he won in monza but they have lando norris and you know what we're gonna get hate because we're females talking about lando norris but guess what lando norris is a ridiculously talented driver i'll just talk about his statistics (laughs) look at them like he is incredible he has the talent he is a pure british driver technically not pure british because yeah but you know still I just think my heart will always lie with Daniel Ricciardo I'm going to be honest with you I think we all know that you know my heart Mm. will lie with him forever I don't know what it is I think if I got into F1 he's obviously in his Red Bull days and I'm a big Red Bull fan but my heart lies with him and I think he could really be the number one in the team this year Mm -hmm. I think he could you know he's he's getting he's getting his home Grand Prix back you know he's getting Australia he could be no. This think about it seriously though. This year, he could be the first Australian driver to stand on the podium at the home race. Okay, that might happen, but he's not going to be number one driver. I don't know. I've got a really good feeling about him this year. I don't think they're going to, you know. Nope. I don't think we're going to get many race wins. But, you know? No, but I've got a good feeling. He's, 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 he's not. You know, he's not exactly known for adjusting to a car pretty well, is he? I mean, like um, yeah. last year, you know, moving teams. He's going to have to do it this year again, moving into new regs. But. 
back would be a little bit easy because everyone's doing it. It's not like it, it's not like well, it's not like Lando's going to outperform him because he knows the car. It's more like they both having just, to get but they're, to but they're, it. But they're, yeah, everyone's having don't to. Don't Daniel Ricardo. I so, love don't Daniel. Do it. But don't I don't do it. <laughs> but I, everyone's I having to adjust. But some people are just better adjusting than others. I would love to see him win a world champion. I don't think it will ever happen, but I would love to see it. Okay, moving on from McLaren, our top three, we've all kind of gone for different things because we've yeah. all got different loyalties. Well, not loyalties, we've just got different ideas. Some people loyalties by loyalties, I mean Lily. Um, <laughs> but for me, my top three, I'll go with mine first. I think Mercedes are going to come in P1. I don't see them dropping that drastically. You know, they've, they've apparently got fuel problems. But yeah, everyone's but, going to be having that this year. Yeah, we've got new fuel, though. the E10, ethanol fuel, yeah, it, it's going to be something every team is suffering with. So I think they're just going to come out on top as per usual. For yeah. P2, I'm going with Ferrari. They have Carlos Sainz, enough said. Then we have got Red Bull. I think Red Bull are going to do great this season. I think Max is going to win races. I think Checo is going to win races. However, I just think Ferrari and Mercedes are going to just be that little bit better than them. And I think, I think everyone's going to be on the ball, but I think Mercedes are the top of innovation and they're always on top of it. They're on the ball constantly. So I just think they're going to be able to develop their car the best and come P1 in the constructors. Lily, tell me your top three. So my top three, I really can't decide and I'm going to be honest. I am between Red Bull, I'm going to put P1, just between Red Bull and Ferrari P1. I really don't know who's going to get it. I've just got a good feeling about Ferrari this year. I feel like they've had a drop off. And it's Ferrari, they're iconic. You know, they've got the, the Tifosi behind them. They're going to get somewhere. But Mercedes then, again, like you said about innovation, I don't want to put them P3 because I'd hate to see Mercedes P3. I really would hate to see Mercedes P3. So I'm just going to go Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari because I don't want to put Mercedes P3. Because I don't think they're going to be. They've got Lewis Hamilton. And as much as I'm not his biggest fan, he's an insane driver. You can't fault he, that. You can't he's, an ins- he's, he's the best driver I've ever seen, and I'm the biggest Max fan. Like, he's the best driver I've ever seen, without doubt. So I've, I'm going to just go Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, but I think it's going to be so close between the top three that the top three could literally come in in any way. Mm-hmm. But I would like to see Red Bull get that constructors. I, w- I would like it. Harvey, top three, go. Right. So in P3, I'm going with Red Bull because Checo is insane. You're haters here. P2, I'm going for Mercedes. Um Again, I do expect, what's it, Lewis and George just to be absolutely insane. Um, hopefully, they give each other a bit of a good run. Um, I would like to see... George. He's just like Anyway, um, no, I, I think I think they'll give each other a good run for their money. Um, I expect George, George to win races, Lewis to win races. Um, definitely fight each other in a, in a fight for the title. Uh, but in first, I'm going to go with Ferrari. Um, they have really, really made good strides um, with their development. Um, obviously, Carlos Sainz is absolutely insane, as we've seen over the last two seasons and season before that, but especially over the last two. And uh, I think Charles Leclerc will definitely come at least back on form. Um, I mean, you know, he got he, he had a string of bad luck last year. Um, didn't didn't start in Monaco. Had a win taken away from him in Britain and two worthless poles. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I expect I, I expect better from him. Hopefully a bit of uh, 2019 um, hope and hopefully a Ferrari winning at Monza again. Yeah. I love that. I would love that, actually. Same as one right. of my favourites. That is our Constructors' Championship predictions. We have four minutes left on this call, so we're going to quickly, in four minutes, 
whiz through our new driver changes. Alfa Romeo, we have Joe and Bottas. Bottas, race winning driver, can't fault it. But obviously, like we said earlier, we thought he was going to have the cyclical finish to Williams. But clearly, he does not want to finish yet. He is still going. So he's gone for a change of scenery at Alfa Romeo. And he'll be accompanied by Guan Yu Zhou. Guan Yu Zhou hasn't won many championships. I I can't. He didn't win F2. He didn't win F3. But he has the whole of China backing him. Personally, I think that's why he's in the seat. What do you guys think? He hasn't really done well, though. Like, let's be honest, everyone slated Mazepin for getting in. And rightly so. Pay drivers, you know, we don't want the whole pay drivers, but the sport wouldn't run without it. But he finished behind Mazepin, if I remember correctly, when Mm -hmm. it was him and Mazepin in F2. And I just think if we're going to... I don't agree with stating any driver, but, you know, let's look at the stats in F2. He had another season in F2, obviously, and Mazepin had the season in F1. I just don't think he deserves a seat. Bottas, I think the psychological problem is going to be the issue for him. Yeah. I think it's going to be the issue that he's going to be unhappy outside of the car, so he won't be happy inside the car. He won't perform. There we go. Harvey, thoughts on Joe and Bottas? I want to say Bottas will get a good start, um, but I don't know. I feel like the damage has been done for Mercedes. That feels really, really awful to say. No, it has, though. It, it, it has. And the same with Joe. Like, um, I think 2019 uh, F2 Rookie of the Year, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. On that, has he really performed? Because a lot of them had uh, a lot of people had him as a future F2 champion, especially in 2020 as well. Um, he came close in 2021, but Piastri was Not just that. Yeah, it just wasn't close enough. Incredibly good. So I don't know. Does he, does he deserve to be there on merit? Probably not. But again, Cash is king and he kicked out Giovinazzi, which I'm not happy about. Yeah. Next, we have Albon coming back. And he is going to be in a Williams. I think this is going to be a great success for him. I think it's going to be good not having the pressure of being number two to Max Verstappen. Quickly tell me your thoughts, guys. Amazing. That is all I have to say. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Harvey, thoughts on Albon coming back? Sound. Albono (laughs) is back, people. I'm so happy. Honestly, he's really good. Right, and then at Mercedes we have Hamilton and Russell. Personally, all I'm going to on this is Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton round two. I would like that. I think, yeah, I just want to see what George can do. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he's going to be everything people were saying. No, to be honest, uh, I want to he's say it's more... up to our well, not my expectations, but like the media's expectations. Yeah, I'd love to say it's a bit more like kind of friendly fire, only because I know that. Oh no, I, it won't be. I'd ho- I'd I'd hope it is. Nico and Lewis are best friends for being 13. They ended up, you know, knocking each other into the gravel traps. Yeah. So, (laughs) friendly. As I'm saying, you know, you never know what happens in the new race. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not going to be like that. I expect expect a good run for each other's money. Again, they're both starting from the same point. New regs, new car. It's going to be a completely new car for them both to drive. They're both starting at the same point, really, apart from the seven more championships, 101 wins. But, you know, really, they're both starting at the same point. (laughs) Okay, it is bold prediction time. Harvey, I want to start off with you. What is your bold prediction for the 2022 Formula One season? Right. I feel like I might be kicked off the presenting team. Watch yourself. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, what was he going to say? What was he going to say? I Am I going to storm off? Max won't make P3 in the in the constructors champion in the drivers championship. Why are you not swearing on this podcast? If I, could, if I could swear on this podcast, I would swear on this podcast at you right now because me and this jumper, I'm not having that. Give us a reasoning, Harvey. Give us an explanation. Go on, give me a reason. Yeah. Um, I do think Red Bull, you know, they'll kind of slip away. They did focus a lot on the 2021 season, 
which is, you know, fair enough. They were fighting a title fight. Did they put too much into it is what I'm thinking. You think of McLaren 2008, they put everything into that year. And, well, 2009 wasn't too great. Um, I'm thinking that's the main thing. I mean, I could be wrong because the cost cap, it's, you know, it's a little bit hard to overspend nowadays. But I don't know. I do have other drivers and other cars on top of Red Bull. So, uh mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Most of the yeah. way around last year, though, it was Red Bull on top of the Mercedes. Just I, I did the car actually on top. As in, no, I was oh, in the car actually oh, on top oh, of him. Oh. Lily, what's oh. your bold prediction? Moving on swiftly. <laughs> Do you know what? I respect that because I actually see Red Bull not doing doing well. too well. Yeah. I'm going to be on the as much as I, I really want to. I see. I don't see Red Bull doing as well. What's your bold prediction, though? My bold prediction is Carlos Sainz world champion. I don't know. I don't, I've just got a gut feeling. And I had this gut feeling last season and everyone told me I was completely incorrect. Mm-hmm. Right? And my gut feeling turned out to be right and I'm sat here in the hoodie to prove it today. I don't know. I just feel like he's going to be there. Well, Carlos Sainz is my favourite driver, so I'd be very, 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 everyone, very, very Everyone happy. seems to have this feeling this year that everywhere I've gone, I've just seen, obviously we don't, Ferrari was pretty crap last year. I've seen everyone saying like, oh no, I've got a feeling about Carlos as world champion. I don't know why. Yeah. Everyone's just got this, you know, I said feel it in the waters. Like, I'm just feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to throw in Seb to win a race because please, I really need it this year. Like, Let's God, go. please. <laughs> Okay, finally, with my bold prediction, I think Russell is going to be a big disappointment at Mercedes. I know we've seen his performance before, but I just don't see him doing well. I didn't even storm off like like that over Max, thank you. I just don't see him doing too well this year, but yeah. We're going to quickly go through it. We got a few bold predictions over on our social media from some people who listen to the podcast. Jacob, who's actually on the team, says Max will be demolished by George Russell. I'm leaving. I think I think I'm this person is Ryan. I could be wrong, but Ryan says Max won't win a race this whole season. Guys, you're really trying to get me to quit this team. Like, mm. said, do you want me to quit? Oh, this is my resignation right here. Kasim <laughs> says <podcast>. Lewis will. <laughs> Kasim <laughs> says Lewis will win number eight and ret- retire after getting the number eight. I, I, I'd, I'd respect that if we retired on number eight because no one's going to beat that. Jack Long says Alpine will be in the fight for P3 in the constructors. No. Don't you're wrong, happening. You're wrong. No. I'm sorry. No, thank you. <laughs> Dan says signs will be in the top three for the drivers constructors. You're oh. right, Dan. I'm very right. Eian says if it is Ferrari's year, signs will be the drivers champion. You're correct. And finally, Ryan says Red Bull will be pushed back and will be racing in the midfield. You're wrong. Maybe not midfield, <laughs> but like lower front order. Mm. Yeah, like maybe a bit like what Ferrari were when they started to drop off. Even when they were winning races, but started to drop off and get P3. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even Red Bull, like, in 2019, like, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, sorry those, are our bold, <laughs> those are our bold predictions and some of your bold predictions. Now, we want to know your bold prediction. Please leave your bold prediction in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you are a audio listener, tweet us. Tweet us yeah. at, at yeah, S1 yeah. Motorsport. Tweet us your bold prediction. We oh. want to know. Or even DM us over on Instagram at Sector1Motorsport. We want to hear your post, bold predictions. You know? Exactly. We want to hear from it. you. Tell us somehow. Tell us. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening and or watching. Make sure you're following us at Sector1Motorsport and at S1Motorsport. We make we make all right content, don't we? We've got an all right team. You, you should tune in. You should tune in always. We'll be back in the next, not next week, the week after with another podcast see you later goodbye